All right. All rise. I always wanted to be in court when they said that all rise. And see if I could have an erection when the judge said that. And just kind of laugh to myself. Um, what's up, you little skittle lickers? I, uh, I feel honored to be here with you today. And happy day to you. And um, I am, I got a lot to share. And I'm sure you do. So we'll get into it. I just shaved. Um, you know, I can't, I'll be honest with you, I can't shave with a shirt on. I can't do it. I see people, you know, and not in real time, I don't watch men shave. And I'm not saying if you, there's nothing wrong. If you do, I don't. You know, I've only ever seen men shave on a commercial. But I realized about myself, I can't shave with a shirt on. I shave shirtless. I shave shirtless, and I think uh, my dad shaved shirtless. You know, my dad, when I met my dad, he was a senior citizen, and he's he was damn. And that's as much citizen as you can get. That's full citizen. And... His body, he had like a senior body. He had that old body. You know, he had his, he had kind of baby tits, really baby. He had white skin. Because all the color, I think, had grown out of his skin. And he had a couple moles, I think. Could have been nipples, I don't know. He could have had moles or nipples. Um... But I remember he would shave shirtless and I would see him do it and and I thought, you know what? He's doing that the right way. Let's go. Here we go with little Robert Finley. Get it while you can. Take it, Bobby. Bobby. And get why you can't. I did not know the dealer, but I sure didn't know his daughter. But if I hadn't chased her, y'all, I never would have caught her. You gotta take it when you get it. Come on. Get it while you can. Wrap it up in bacon. Get it when you can. 
And you got to take it where you can get it. You got to get it when you can. And he don't cut corners verbally. That's Bobby Finley right there. And, uh, damn, I can't get my damn. Got too much on. I got a hat. Hold on. Sorry, I got a hat and I got a hat and my specs. And my shades. Got a lot on. Got a lot on here today and, uh, I don't need those volume enhancers, the earphones right now. Um, good to be here with you today. And yeah, you got to take it while you can get it. You know, and that's life. Life is a serving each day. You get a serving of life. Then you can, you can accept it. You can try and digest it properly. You can reject it sometimes. You know, sometimes I'll st- I'll starve. I'll life will be right in front of me, but I will starve. I will say, mm, you know, I'm gonna be alive, but I'm not really gonna not really gonna accept this day. I'm not really gonna take this bad boy on. I'm not really gonna have this as a meal today. And I'll do that a lot. I'll say, nah, I ain't eating. I ain't eating today, life. I don't want any. I don't need any. I'm off the clock today. Um, What's going on? I had a nice, I know I'm late on this weekend. I tried to do the episode yesterday. I wasn't feeling good. And, uh, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do, I couldn't do it. So I didn't do it. I probably should have just went ahead and did it, but I wanted to try and be in a little bit better headspace. Um, oh, I saw Dustin the Diamond Poirier this past weekend. He was in uh, out here in the Central East. He was doing a meet and greet and meeting people that love fighting and love watching people fight on television and on uh, illegally streamed fight source, pat, you know, wherever they watch fights. So that was good, man. We had a nice time. Went out with him and his wife. And, uh, you know, it was funny, man. We went to a bar afterwards and, you know, there was just a uh, couple people in there and they didn't know who Dustin was. They didn't know about fighting. And so they're talking to him about, I don't know, tennis or something. I just, and it just, man, you can't be, you can't have the diamond right there. The champion, baby, you know? That French champ. You can't have him right there and be talking about tennis. Be talking about Monopoly. You can't be sitting in heaven and talking about Hardys. And that's what these people were doing. And it just made me laugh. But, man, we had a great time. Man, we had so much fun. His wife is so funny. Uh... We just had a good time, man. And, you know, we talked about life and a little bit about, you know, just what was going on in our lives. And it was good to catch up and and it was nice to be amongst friends. Um, oh, I'll tell you this. Um, you know, I, I've told this story before that there was a man when I was growing up, there was a man named Don, Big Don Blankenstein. And he was a pool man. 
and he'd come over and do the pool, you know, treat the pool and clean the pool. And hell, he used to even, he'd get a little scoop and taste it. Make sure the kids were, you know, pissing well, I guess. I have no idea, but, um, you know, and I, when I used to work on this farm in the summer, Big Don would roll over there, and he was a big fellow. You know, he'd probably about 300 pounds, and this is back when, this is back when three, 400 pounds would kill you. Now people could go six, 700 pounds, and it's not really killing them out of the gate. But back then, it was three, you go three, 400, you know, that would kind of kill you. But now with modern medicine, people can go up to 600, and they're alive for at least a couple months or years like that. You know, they're not going to see many WrestleManias, but they'll see a couple. But uh, but Big Don came one one summer. I was back there working on this farm, and the people I worked for had a pool. And and this man comes in the gate, and he's real thin, real lean fella. You know, just looked like a just looked like a just a regular fella, like a librarian man. See, so you know what I'm talking about? Kind of a little bit of glasses, maybe. You know, had hands like workers' hands, though, like he'd been. Like he'd been turning the pages of books, but heavy books, you know, real heavy paper. I'm talking 300-pound test paper. And uh, and I said, who is this man? You know, I didn't know who this man was looking at the pool. I'd only seen Big Don. And so my thought was that, you know, Big Don had passed on. That weight, he'd, his, his life had caved in under that weight. And that weight had won, you know. Um... But the, but, but the truth was that Big Don had lost the weight. He got the st- stomach surgery where they staple your stomach directly to the ass, you know. So whatever you eat comes – I mean, it's – I mean, damn, some things you eat them, they come out cleaner out the back. You know, your body will just wash it out, whatever it is. You have four carrots, them bitches is cleaned out, you know. You eat a dirty squash and damn, next thing you know, you clean squashing. You know, right out there in your underpants, you got full, freshly clean squashes in your your unders. And that was Big Don had that capability. I felt like, you know, that maybe he got that surgery. And I didn't know that Big Don had got the surgery, but he got it. And so this man's wandering around the pool, and and I didn't realize it was him. He's talking to me like we're friends, you know, because me and Don are friends. And suddenly I'm like, holy damn, that's Don. Damn, that's Don. And uh, and it was, man, he got the surgery. And he was he was just a new man, you know, he was just different. He was he was different. But anyway, I tell you that story because the other night I'm out with the diamond and I'm out with his wife and we're out and about and there was a guy who had had the surgery. He'd had the uh you know, the defatten or whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. Where they de where they just you know you show up as meal and freaking leave out as veal. You know, they freaking, they clean you down. They wash you, oh, wash me down. They clean you down, baby. And um, and Big Don had had it. And so, anyway, there's this guy at the bar, and he had had it, I guess. But he had this, he like kind of moved his arm. He was still moved like he was four or 500 pounds. But he was about 210 pounds now. And he still, he would kind of put his hands out on his stomach like he had ghost belly. You know what I'm talking about? Where somebody just like he had just, he would st- he was still kind of like down by the river, you know? But he was a lean man. It just, 
So it was just funny how you can have things from the past that will still take shape in your life, you know. That was interesting to me, just how you could have things from the past that will still like still rule the way you behave, even if they're gone. I mean, so much so this man was walking through the crowd and saying, excuse me, excuse me, sorry. Anybody I know where I can get a, uh, you know, a triple XL shirt, just saying old shit, just having flashbacks of fat and of that weight and of that extra. And it was just interesting to watch. It was like, it's funny, even though we change sometimes, some of the things we just still hold on to, you know, and... um. And God bless Big Don and God bless anybody that's on that journey. You know, that's trying to get rid of something, whether it be something, a part, some of their body or some of their brain or some of their, just something. I'm trying to let go of a memory or of a, of a, of a piece, of an appendix. You know, we all got some kind of appendixes sometimes and sometimes they're, in our body, sometimes they're in our brain, sometimes they're, you know, they come in all types. They come in all types, man. Um, Both of those stories, like about, you know, how we take on life and how we accept it each day, and if I choose to live it, and, and how, how I have things in my life that, you know, like... uh how I carry extra baggage, extra weight, whether it's in my body or in my brain, we all have some type of gristle that's running on us. And um, and it can gum up the works, you know, and I've seen, I mean, I've seen the happiest people in the world, you know, have big body types. And then I've seen the, the unhappiest people in the world have lean body. You'll see a skeleton and that thing will be damn miserable, you know? Um, and I've always wished they had real, real, real mannequins. Every mannequin you see looks like you can't find a shirt that fits anybody because a mannequin, he, you know, they just, they don't where I want to, I want to see that mannequin with that hunchback, you know, who was in a mowing accident, you know, who was doing a push mower and got hit by a damn meteorite, you know, on a downhill. And so they're not doing well, you know. They got that 710 split around that L5-S1. You know, they got that damn, they got that S-curve on the spine. You know, they're not doing super great. I want to see that mannequin or that beer belly mannequin. Where is that guy? You know? Oh, where's that mannequin with that shoulder mole? You know what I'm saying? And he got that damn, you know, that baby button. Sometimes if you have somebody shirtless in your family around a baby, and that person have a big mole on them, the baby will hit it. You know, that was easy. You know what I'm saying? The baby will just, that's that baby button, baby, a decent mole. So, but anyway, I want to tell you about an experience that I had, man, um, a new type of therapy that I just went and tried. Uh, but first, I'm going to tell you that uh, that two out of three men, and this could be adult men or young, even child men, will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35. Jesus, 
Jesus. I mean, God, that's a bait and switch, isn't it? They give you hair and they take it away, baby. They take it away. You'll see somebody 36 years old just cornrowing some of their skin or just, I saw I saw a brother the other day, he'd drawn some cornrows on his head, bald-headed guy. You'll know, or sometimes you'll see a brother, he'll have just a, he didn't even get real hair put in his hair. He got some damn yarn. I saw a guy the other day had two, he looked like a, just like a dark Raggedy Andy, you know, that Choco Raggedy Andy. He just like, damn, you got damn arts and crafts in your head, Bubby. But what I'm telling you is more than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness, man. Damn. Damn. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. And Keeps offers both. That's right. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. They have a convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. Some people, you go out looking for hair. It used to be you go to the uh, toupee shop. Or the two, uh, yeah, toupee. Toupee shop. They got that French hair they peddling over there. You're like, damn, man, come on. Give me some shit that's made in America, baby. You know what I'm saying? Give me that fade out of Ohio, baby. Give me that freaking, that Youngstown freaking uh, mohawk. But they have discreet packaging and proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. That's right, act fast. It's, you got to be proactive with your hair. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Theo to get uh, to receive your first month of treatment for free, that's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash T-H-E-O to get your first month free, keeps dot com slash Theo. Get the first month free. I'm taking keeps right now and I'm excited about it. You guys know I'm in a, you know, I got to keep this. I got that, I got that trying carpet, man, on my head. And I'm Aladdin, baby. I got to keep it. I got to keep this thing. I got to keep, uh, you know, it's funny. You could be a farmer, but you, can you manage that nine square inches on your head, that baby acre? You could take the best farmer in the world. You could take Johnny Appleseed or even his daddy, Mr. Ron Appleseed or whatever his name was. I don't know. Let me see it. Johnny Appleseed. Elizabeth Simons and Nathaniel Chapman. You could take Nathaniel Chapman, who was Johnny Appleseed daddy, and even Liz Simons, Simons. And uh and you wonder, even though they could do all that plant and all that forestation, could they keep their hair? Could they keep their hair? And it makes you feel something as a man if you can't keep your hair a little. Like, damn, what did I? It's just like Father Time just playing hide-and-go-seek with you. And first he hides a little bit of your hair, and then he hides a little bit of your dick magic. And then he hides a little bit of, uh, maybe your e-jack. You can't e-jack as decently or whatever. Or spill heavy. 
Maybe he hide, then he hides something else. He hides you some of your dexterity. You can't write a sentence real fast on a typewriter. You know, or you can't, um, you can't do a Rubik's Cube. You know, just different shit like that, he hides it. And then Father Time, he hides this and he hides that. And then you just left looking. Looking at the clock, baby. That hit man, baby, time. That hit man. Um, I'm going to tell you also, though, that uh, Mint Mobile, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, and they do it. Oh, sometimes in my dreams, I'll see big wireless in the distance. Smoking a Doral, you know? And huffing gas, huffing damn uh, keyboard cleaner. <laughs> Fuck them, you know? I'll see them hating on me from afar and a near. That's big wireless. They don't give a damn. They'll be listening to you talk and stealing your money. That's how they are. They dirty nasty, brother. They dirty nasty. So when I heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they are the first company to sell wireless service online only by cutting out retail stores. There's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Nope. That's right. They just pass the savings directly onto you. For people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. Because it's through the Wi-Fi. That's how they do it. That's right. All plans come with unlimited talk and text. High-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, to get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash Theo. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T, mobile.com slash Theo. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. Mintmobile.com slash Theo. Theo, there you go. There you go. Um, so I want to tell you guys, you know, I, 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 uh, I've been feeling good for a long time. And, you know, I know I kind of share that on here sometimes. And sometimes I don't want to share it because I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer. I don't want to have self-pity. You know, it's kind of like if a man only has one leg, he don't say it all the time. You know? And sometimes he'll have a good attitude. He'll joke about it. He'll have a little sign on his good leg say, my other leg is a ghost, you know, or something. You know, you'll see somebody, you'll, you know, sometimes you bring a sense of humor to a knife fight, you know? Oh. And that's okay. That's all ways that we do things. It's ways that I do things anyway. Um... But yeah, man, I just, the past year and a half, I just have not been feeling really good and I've been trying to battle it. You know, I go to my uh, recovery meetings. That's been trying the past couple months. You know, it's been tough. It's been tough throughout COVID to stay heavy on the meetings and to go and, you know, and just to find, to get commitment and to get people to, to meet up in real time. And uh, so anyway, man, uh, recently I decided to try ketamine therapy. And, you know, 
I was a little scared about it. I'm still a little bit scared. I've gone to two services of it. And uh, and some people are thinking, look, it's not some guy in like a, uh, in a, you know, in the back of a U-Haul doing it where, you know, you don't bring glow sticks to it and shit like that, even though that would be, that'd be great if I showed up with glow sticks in some little dust Muppet side piece, you know, some little girl named Biscuit Door, you know, and she's out there wearing baby jewelry and just smelling like dirt, talking about electric disco or whatever. That'd be so great if the next time I go, I'll wear, uh, I, I get a tongue piercing with one of those, uh, with like one of those glow stick tongue rings in it. Um, but that's not it, man. It's like, it's a therapy you go and they infuse ketamine into you. There's a therapist in the room and you do therapy. Uh, the first time you go, you just do therapy. And then the subsequent times, it's six sessions. You go and you, they infuse you with ketamine through intravenous. Uh, and then you just talk. And you talk about what's going on and... And it's supposed to take away your ego so you can discuss things that are bothering you behind your day-to-day brain. And um, and yeah, you know, so anyway, so that's where I'm at, man. I'm trying it right now, and I'm really excited. I'm hopeful about it. Um, you know, it's kind of exhilarating. It's kind of scary. Uh the place is real professional and they make you feel real comfortable that I've been going. And what else? I'm I'm still meeting with my regular therapist. I'm still going to my recovery meetings. Uh, what else? Um, you know, I didn't have a lot of sober time on the table to, so, you know, some people will say, oh, well, that's, you're not sober anymore. This That's fine. I'm not, at this point, I'm worried about just trying to feel, uh, just trying new ways to get better uh, and to feel better. And um, yeah, and so I'm just hopeful, man. It was really kind of scary. Like the first session, man, we did. And man, I just started literally just bawling, crying, you know? just tears running out of my face like I mean just like they were trying to get into America from another country I mean just groups of them they had big tears sneaking little tears I mean there was a lot going on you know and we started talking I, I, I we started talking about my dad man I hadn't really thought about my dad that much and um you know I don't have a ton of memories of my dad really I was just getting old enough to be a human when he was losing his humanity you know as he got older on his way out you know and so we were just like you know like dogs passing in the park you know you know a quick sniff of the ass but we kept you know but we just had you know you know the way we never threw to frisbee you know we never you know, we know, you know, it was just, that's kind of what it was. And I'm not saying it like a Debbie Downer. I'm just kind of sharing um, 
one of the things that we talked about in the, in the therapy was just about uh, like I'd never gotten to tell my dad how much I loved him. You know, I never I had all this love for my father that I never got to put it anywhere. And so we talked about that in the therapy. Um, and what else? Just talking about some other things that have really been bugging me, man. I've just felt really agitated easily. Uh, I felt a lot angrier than usual, man. And I'm just interacting with people that I care about sometimes in an angry way, and it makes me not feel good. You know, it's like being in a... It's almost like being in a mask. You know, I've talked about it before about Halloween when you're in like a scare mask, you know, when you're in a... Uh, when you wolfing or whatever, and you wolfed out with a headpiece with a mask on. And you got that bad cat fucking... Uh, you got that bad cat death sock on your head, baby, that, you know, that costume, that mask. And, and sometimes when you're looking out of the mask, you can see out of the mask. You see normally. It's your eyes looking. But the people that see you, if a child sees you, he gets scared. You know, he'll drop his damn baby Ruth's, bro, and go hug his stepdaddy or whoever's with him. You know? And so, um, anyway... So that's what it's like sometimes. That's what it's felt like for me sometimes in the past year is just kind of anger. Uh, and I don't know what I'm angry about. And I'm tired of not knowing. Um, and so I'm just trying to get, I'm trying to figure it out. And uh, and so anyway, that's what's going on, man. And and I just noticed that I was, like I, other people I noticed where I just, I'm not interacting with people the same, the way that I want to be in like a loving way um and i'm desperate for that you know that's the part of life that i like to devour every day really you know and i felt like i was doing well with it for a while and then it's been tougher as of late uh and i know there's a lot of stuff in the world that's making people angry and making people feel dilapidated in their spirit you know, there's a lot of like America that's been, you know, a lot of the fabric of our society, I feel like is being unwoven by the media and by, I don't know, just people just want to dismantle a lot of tradition and a lot of like things that make you feel like you're part of a society. You know, everything is constantly challenged. And in society, it was always what I felt like I was in. You know, I felt like I was in this, you know, this calendar, this world. You know, there's just certain little systems of the day and of the week and of life that go on that make you feel like you're part of something. And I think during the disease, uh, I think during the disease, a lot of that stuff has gone, is kind of, you know, well, a lot of it's been impossible to to spend time over. And as well, a lot of media has just attacked everything. You know, every every place you turn, they're attacking some piece of something that meant that, that even if it was a business or a, or anything, that it meant something to you, it felt like. Um 
And that's okay, because I know different things mean different things to different people, but uh, I think some of that anyways probably led to some of my angst and some of my uncomfort. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that and how to not be angry and and express my anger, where to express it, and how to express it as a as an adult. Because I'm an adult. So... Anyway, I didn't mean to get all heavy with that kind of stuff, but I'm just willing to try. I'm healthy. I'm willing to try things that are unique experiences. Um, and so that's what I'm trying right now with this ketamine therapy and ketamine solution. So one of my buddies, I told him, he's like, so damn, dude, you just been doing drugs all day? <laughs> and I said, no, man, no, man. Uh, you know, it's kind of exhausting, a little bit emotionally exhausting. Um but I'm hopeful about it, man. I'm hopeful uh, that it, I don't know. I'm just willing to try it. I'm willing to try different things, baby. You know, I'm like that Lewis and Clark. I'm that emo Nemo, baby. I'll fucking, I'll swim out in the deep, dog, to get a worm, baby boy. So that's where I'm at. I just wanted to let you guys know what was going on. Uh, but I just haven't enjoyed some of the ways of my own behavior. And sometimes I feel like I'm inside of myself looking out of the holes of, of a shape that I don't even recognize sometimes. And I'm not being extra hard on myself. I know I am. That's one of the things that we're also going to try and talk about in this therapy is why I'm so hard on myself. And, you know, uh, and just expectations, judgment, just all these things. I'm just, you know. I feel like sometimes I'm like I'm a like I'm a Wi-Fi and I have these open browsers spinning and I can't even see them anymore. You know, and they're just different weird browsers that have been open for decades in my head. And one of them could be somebody selling a uh, a peanut butter or a banana. You know, or somebody one of them could be a damn uh advertisement for DraftKings or something. You know what I'm saying? You just don't even know. One of them could be that cat playing the thing. But you don't know they're open because you're trying to focus on a different page and do do life. So, I don't know. I'm just out there, man. I'm out there. That's where I'm at. Uh, but I just wanted to let you guys know what was going on and and try and share a little bit about how I'm feeling. And, uh, and yeah, that's it, man. That's it. You know, I don't feel, I just feel hopeful. I don't feel like I'm, I just feel hopeful, man. So, uh, anyway, that's what's going on, bro, and lady, and everybody. We got some great calls that came in. Oh, I realized the other day one of my pet peeves is if somebody has a toilet seat that won't go straight. It won't stay up. You ever get that? So you in there, you toileting, you know, you in there, you captain toilet. Bro, when I get in the bathroom, I'm captain toilet, dog. I'm captain toilet. When I get in there, this is me and this is my vessel. And so if right out the gate, the thing, you know, that gate, that piss gate keeps coming down. And it's weird. It's like your urine is trying to get into Guantanamo Bay or something. It just... You know, I start streaming and that thing slowly start coming down. 
But who, who is selling toilets where the seat doesn't stay up? And who's buying them? You got to test drive. You got to test drive that booty vessel, baby. You got to test drive that big, uh, that big urine gullet, baby, because that thing will. I mean, a good toilet will do everything but suck you off. And you know that. Praise God. And I'm sorry for talking like that today. Um. All right, what else we got? We got some great calls that came in. You know, I'm, I got a new tour that's going to be starting up in September. The tickets will go on sale next week. Uh, very hopeful about that. And what else? Um, That's about it, really. So I want to... Uh, I want to let you know that you guys had some calls that came into the hotline. And as always, the hotline is 985-664-9503, where you can uh, check in and be involved and be a part of the show. I left the AC in, in, in on on here today. So if you hear something, could be the AC. Uh, but yeah, I'm hoping that this therapy or something in conjunction with the other therapy that I'm continuing to go to. Um, you know, part of the ketamine therapy is that you also go to your own therapist between sessions. So, um, yeah, so I'm hoping that it helps me, I don't know, just want to have a stronger communication with life on a day-to-day basis. You know, uh and I know a lot of that is has to do with having a higher power and an internal battle and and um and I'm fighting on those fronts. But uh yeah, but that's it, man. I'm you know, I'm nervous, but I'm also excited. So that's kind of where I'm at. We had some calls, you guys had suggestions for tour names that came in. And I'm trying to think it's hard. Cause Dark Arts Tour, man, I felt like we really did it well. And if you came out to that, you really had, you know, you had a nice time. So, um, so anyway, let's hear some options that came in. Here we go. Yo, Theo, this Woody G down here in Palm Beach, Florida. Woody G. And that's after a name after if your penis hits that high note or that, or a, even a flat. You know, if you got that penis that shows up on that octave scale, baby, that's a Woody G. Let's hear more. Out here cleaning pools, cement ponds, little kid piss patches. Oh, yeah. And, dude, the weirdest thing I always thought, honestly, was the kid that got out of the pool to go inside and pee. What? That was always the weirdest kid to me, that fella. That's like, hey, I'm going to get out. I'm going to dry off. Then I'm going to go inside and pee. Dude. Pee in the pool, man. Have another freaking hot Frank, bro, and pee in the pool, huh? Jeepers, man. Onward, Woody, I'm sorry for interrupting you, brother. Praise God, baby. Anyway, you asked for suggestions on the new name of your new special. I think Let's Be Honest would be a great name, because Let's Be Honest, you're the realest, best comedian out there, and that would be the best name for your new special, bro. We love you, man. Take care. Gang, Woody, thanks, man. That's sweet of you to say that, man. I love you too, bro. You know, and that's nice of you to think of me and to say something nice to me. Um, 
You know, that's just nice. It's nice that you would call to say something nice. Because usually people, sometimes they call you to say, you, they, they'll say something crazy. They'll yell the N-word or something and they hang up. So it's nice to hear something positive, bro. Let's be honest. That might be a good tour name or a good name for a special. We're going to be shooting a special for Netflix over in uh, Dallas, it looks like, in August. But I don't know the dates yet. Uh, I will let you guys know first when that goes on sale. And uh, and Patreoners, we'll, you guys will get a first option, too, for, uh, for some tickets, too. So um, just letting everybody know those things. But thank you for that. Let's be honest. Let's hear another one that came in. This is Kyle from Napa. What up, Theo? This is uh, Kyle in Napa, California. You might know me as uh, that guy that's too handsome to teach, bruh. Uh, I sent a video to King of Steam a while back. Oh, yeah. Now, you can't be too handsome and be working at a school, brother, I don't think. It's just risky. And you know what I'm talking about, some of you. It's just too risky. If You you can't be fine as hell and rolling up into a high school. I don't care if you're 50 or, or, or 5. I just think you're just... You're clocking in with the devil. That's what I feel like. You're clocking in with the devil. It's like when you bring sugar cubes into an old folks home. Some of them bitches can't have the sweet. Some of them bitches can't have the sweet. So when you roll in there. Like freaking Big Donnie Sucrose. Oh, you, I mean... Some of these old ladies and old men, they'll let you hold a titty for a damn, you know, for two little, you know, for a damn half a dime worth of uh, of glucose, daddy. That's just where they're at. So it's just, and that's when you know, when you're clocking in for the devil. When you show up somewhere and you know that what you're doing, you tempting. You tempting. Let's hear more, baby. Um, but I'm just sitting at my desk listening to some uh, This Past Weekend Love the Show. And uh, one of your recent episodes, you said if you had some uh, some name ideas for your upcoming tour to share them. So uh, I thought of three, just kind of thinking about it. Um, one, you bounce around a lot. Obviously, you're in Nashville now living there. So I thought of nobicidal tendencies. So instead of suicidal or homicidal, it's nomad because you're a traveler. Namatidal. Namatidal tendencies. Um, I like it. I think the word Nama title is a bit uh, that could be challenging for some. I'm going to say that challenging for some. Let's hear more. Uh, another one you talked about beating the uh, the syndrome. All right. So if you have downs, they call it trisomy 21. So mm-hmm. you can just be trisomy 20.9. OK, because I just cleared that hurdle, baby. You know, I just cleared the Lord's hurdle, son. And, you know, that is a. That's a risky jump. That's a risky jump, man. You beat it. Didn't get quite to 21. Then that last one, I heard that song, 38 Special. So I was like, why, why say when the bullet hits the bone when it could be when the mullet hits the bone? Ooh, okay. I'm sure, whatever you come up, it'll be great. If you ever come out here to the Bay Area, Napa, California, I'll be front row of that show. Can't wait to see you. Wish, wish you all the best. Love the show. Later. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks for the suggestion, sir. Much obliged. Um, I think I'll tell you this. I worked on a game show one time. It was like a Chinese game show or something or Japanese. No offense if anybody is Chinese or Japanese. Actually, nobody's offended. How the fuck? How, how in the fuck would I know? 
when I, I was 20 years old. If you wanted me to know at 20 years old, if you were Chinese or Japanese, you would have needed to write Chinese or Japanese on you or wear a neck brace or something to say Chinese or Japanese, you know? And I respect Japanese people, bro, and I respect Chinese people. It's China's a little bit definitely dicier, you know, if you want to gamble, but with your entrails and stuff like that, go over to China. People are always like, we could wear masks forever, man. They do it in China. If you've been to China, it is most everyone there is seems very sad and they do not seem like individual people. They seem like a group of migratory workers for some higher power that may be Samsung. And I don't say that in offense to any Chinese people, but I do say that is exactly what I've seen. So I'm going to say that, man. And I've said that. So that said, what else, man? Let's hear one more that came in. Here we go. What's up, Theo? It's Ryan from here in Louisville, Kentucky. I've tried making this video probably about 18 times, and I might try to make it another 12, but I don't know. My insecure ass, but... I feel you, man. I do that all the time. If I'm trying to do a nice smile for a lady or something on Instagrams, or if I'm sending a photo to somebody, even my own family sometimes, I'll try to make it look decent, you know? When, man, I wish, wouldn't it be great to feel comfortable enough just to put my feet forward, whatever they are? Whatever my hoofs are, just to set them out in the sun. Dirty and nasty and nail polish and fail polish. Whatever's on them, man. Stains. Anything. Veins, anything, damn. This is, these are my steppers, baby. This is what I've been walking with. Sorry to get into that. Let's go. More, brother. Thank you for calling, and I understand. I got a name for your upcoming tour. Let me know what you think about it. This past quarantine. I don't think, I, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't think a ton about it. I do not think a ton about it. But I'm grateful that you sent it this past quarantine. Uh, actually, now it's growing on me now that I said it this past quarantine you know i think it would be a good episode or a good like um i think by the tour if it's a year later will people still be wanting to think about quarantine you know that's what i wonder uh and then what if some people are you know mask you know real masked up i met a guy this morning okay i'm having breakfast somewhere at a uh at a damn egg deal and I went up, I thought this fellow was this man I knew named Ryan. I went up to him and said, hey, are you Ryan? He literally had to take off three masks. It was like watching someone uh, be indoors. And then like, you know, you go to a ticket window. Sometimes you're trying to talk to them and they can't hear you. So they come out of the ticket when come out of the venue or whatever. It was like that. I had to wait for him to get this mask. And then that one had a padlock. He had to get the key from his buddy. You know, then he had to... Uh, you know, then he had to push his fucking finger. He had a fingerprint mat, the third one to unlock. And finally, he's like, nah, my name's Shannon. Like, all right, all right, guy. All right. 
And I actually, as soon as I noticed he had three masks, I didn't even want to know him anymore, even if it was the guy I knew. If it would have been Ryan, I would have said, you know what, Ryan? I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, thank you for all the suggestions, you know, and, uh, and, and I appreciate them. And who knows? One of those could be it. And if I, if I do, I'll reach out and discuss it with you before I just take your name. Um, we got a couple of videos that came in right here. Let's see what, let's see what, uh, some of this was and some decent, uh, material, visual material. Oh, and this is a car jumping the Daytona beach bridge. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. If you can't see, and you can't see it because this is verbally for some of you, they have basically, they have a bridge that closes. One of those closing bridges. And sometimes it's by like a river. You know, I grew up for a while over there on a Chifuncta River down there in St. Tammany Parish, Louisiana. And, they said that it got its name because the Chifuncta Indians named it. And they got their name because one of them had taken a large rock and thrown it into some water, river, multiple water. And that's the sound it made when it went in, Chifuncta. And I always thought, man, that, how fascinating is that? How much closer to the earth can you be than to be the octave or the, 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 the audio remnant of the sound of a rock going into water? I mean, damn. You on Mother Nature's tit, baby. You doing full milk. And so I always thought that was fascinating that the rock had made when they threw it in the water. And so that's what they named their tribe. But Anyway, they had one of these bridges where rich people, it would either every half hour the bridge would open for boats to go through on weekends and every hour on weekdays. So if you were driving, you had to stop and wait. It was a couple minutes. And then there was rumor that rich people could get through whenever they wanted. So I always hated that shit. But God, I always, this person in the video speeds through the little candy cane thing that tells you to stop. You know, the little red and white stick or whatever, the stop stick. This dude blasts right through it. And then the ramp is going up. So it's already, the road is separated. The ramps are going up on both sides, the bridges. And this guy jumps the first one and lands on the second one. I mean, it's not a far jump, but I'll be damned if it isn't damn amazing. And he makes it. I mean, it's just starting to separate. He just right through. Bam, he made air. He had about a, almost a full second of air. So amen to that guy. And maybe that's where we're heading, where people start to do things themselves more. You know what? I'm late for work. Oh, well. You know, that's one thing I worry about, the, the, the fabric of our society being eroded sometimes. And, and I'm not saying I'm right with some of my speculations. I'm just... I don't know, over this whole thing, it started to feel like it doesn't matter what month it is. It doesn't matter what the holidays are. It's all, I don't know. 
some of that's just felt kind of defeating. And, and I know there's ways to battle against that. I'm not saying that I'm defeated or that we should feel defeated, but some of those feelings have been adding, I think, to just to me not feeling good. But um, anyway, uh, but maybe that's what relief people just creating new pathways, baby. Creating new pathways, saying, look, this is how we do it now. If you want to make the jump, if you want to be that bad boy, that Daytona Beach Bridge buster, then get out there. Because this dude, whew, it's a wild, it's a wild trip. And one thing that's interesting, too, about the ketamine therapy, they say it builds new pathways in your brain uh, to help battle depression. So sometimes with depression, you have a lot of old thought processes. You know, your thoughts will travel the same roads. They get scared to go on new roads. You get stuck on these old roads and they got potholes and they got, you know, people probably fucking on the side and doing cocaine, you know, not cocaine, but probably selling strawberries. And you're like, damn, I'm not going over there again, bro. I'm going to be full of fruit and fucked, you know, so I ain't doing it. And so, but your thoughts keep going along those same roads. Well, part of this therapy is supposed to make new bridges in your brain synapses. So... So it's interesting to see this bridge because that's what I feel like maybe I'm hopeful for. I'm hopeful some of my thoughts say, you know what? I'm going to try something new this time. I'm going to try a new pattern. Because I would love to be all off of antidepressants. You know, it's crazy to me that every day I have to take a pill. I have to take a pill every day. This has been 20 years now. I have to take a pill. Um, what if you broke your arm? You know, I've said this before, and if you if you broke your arm, if you if your arm didn't, you know, if your arm said, "Oh fuck it, let's do another elbow," you wouldn't wear a cast for twenty years. So the fact that twenty years ago I was feeling really bummed out about a relationship or something, and I went to a therapist, and I'm still on the medicine they gave me. That shit's trying, man. That shit. And it's hard to get off, man. I'll quit. I'll take it. I won't take it for two or three days and I get scared. You know, I'd love to be free of that, though. And I'm sure a lot of people would. Knowing that every day I have this one little thing, I can't just go out the door. I got to go to whatever drawer, wherever my little medication is and do my little deal and deal up. And in college, I'll be honest, I used to snort them, bro. I'd crack them bitches up and snort them, dog. I'd be rolling around, high, you know. I wasn't even high, but I was doing lines of something, baby. I was doing lines of feeling better, fam. You know what I'm saying? Praise God, dog. And I'm going to let you know right now that you can also try out Super Speciosa. If you want Kratom or you want Kratom, and it's Kratom. It says it on the sheet, Kratom. Uh, Brendan and Chin use it. You know, I work with a man named Brendan and a man named Chin. And Chin was named after a bone, a face bone. And that's, I mean, that's wild as hell, I think. You know, imagine having a buddy named uh, Occipital. Occipital Jackson actually went to our middle school. But um, Super Speciosa has only one ingredient, and that's pure kratom leaf. Now, I know some people say Kratom can be addictive. It could not. I don't know about that. You know, 
I would check and see if it's for you. You have to make decisions for you. I'm not trying to tell you it's great. I don't know if it's great, but I know that it's available. And I know Kratom may be able to help you. It may be able to help you ask your boss for a raise or run that extra mile. People use it as a pre-workout. And some people even use it as a sex upper. 100% satisfaction or your money back guaranteed. It helps boost energy, relieve stress, enhance mood, and relieves aches and pains. That's right. It's an all-natural herb related to the coffee plant that has been used in Thailand for centuries. There you go. So if you want to try it, try Kratom and get 20% off your entire order. Go to GetSuperLeaf.com slash Theo. Use promo code Theo for that vegetable upper and for 20% off your entire order. That's right. Try Kratom and get 20% off your entire order. Go to GetSuperLeaf.com. Use promo code Theo for 20% off your entire order. That's it, man. Um, what else? Oh, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, and this will be our last advertisement today. Is there something interfering with your happiness? And for me, there is. You know, there is a lot of times. And, um, and so that's why I'm trying new things. And you can too. Better help is one of those things. BetterHelp will assess your needs, match you with a licensed therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. That's exactly what it is. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They're recruiting additional counselors. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Signs. That's right. Visit betterhelp.com slash Theo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash T-H-E-O. And you get 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash Theo. Nice. Nice. Uh, let's take a question here. It came, from, came in from this lady right here. Beautiful lady. This is Nicole from Pittsburgh. I have. Dang, dang, dang. Dang it. Donnie, come down from there. Let's hear more. A question for you. Um, actually, first of all, it seems like you've spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh. You always have some, some comments that are very. Um... And that's true, baby girl. And that's true, girl, baby. In Pittsburgh, I've been over there, and that's where, uh, you know, they had a lot of rumors about Cordell Stewart over there, being Randy in the, in the sand trap over there off of uh, Shinley Park, and being Randy and being nasty, mental men nasty, and that's rumors. I don't know anything about that. And what else did I hear? You know, they had, uh, we went over to Shinley once, and a couple men out there watering the bushes out there with their own body salt, you know? And uh, we saw some stuff, and I got pink eye over there as well. So, praise God. Let's hear it. Very accurate. Uh, second of all, since you've had the mullet for a long time, it seems like you are pretty on trend with hair and beauty. Um, so, I was wondering, how long do you think it's going to last, and what do you think is going to be the next big thing when it comes to hair, whether it be male or female? Do you think everybody is going to shave their heads? Do you think it's going to be a half and half situation? Or do you think everybody's just going to have nice long hair? 
Okay. Well, I appreciate the question here, Nicole, or nice soul. Here's what I will will say, is that I will say that I have had this haircut long before anybody else had it. Long before Riff Raff, long before Morgan Wallen, long before um, countless lesbians. Okay? Uh, Rihanna, everybody. I will say I've had it long before. Um, And I think the trend, the next thing is going to be, I think, a shaved head, but with a a cap of some sort that has an electrical field that comes out of it, like a hologram type of field where you can create whatever hairstyle you want and upload it to your head. So you can actually create something thick or thin or long or straight and I think that that's probably 30 years off. Nah, I bet we're 15 years off from that, maybe less even. But that's where I see hair going. Um, that's where I see. I see hair going there. With an actual skin, like a, a, a layer, a thing that you put onto your head and you wear, you upload your style. So you could go Raggedy Ann, you could go Raghead. You could go, uh, you know, thug. You could go banker. Um, you could go, you know, uh, balding one day. I mean, you could meet a girl one day and she's fine as heck, and the next day she needs keeps. So it could be anything as possible. Let's take another one that came in here. Here we go. Thank you guys for, as always, hitting the hotline, 985-664-9503. And thanks for being a part of my life. What up, Theo? This is Brendan from Louisville, Kentucky. What's up, Brendan, out there in Louisville? And I brought a man I met off the street to a party once in Louisville. And he uh, he robbed the place and and broke out a window and ran off with people's purses. Onward. And I saw you back in 2019 live. And that shit was lit. You killed it, brother. But I wanted to know what you think about a certain situation going on in the Chili's world. Oh. So I was bamboozled by the Chili's because uh, there's a company called Just Wings. Mm. And you order the wings. They deliver it to you. But you can pick it up. So I go to pick up these wings at the location mm-hmm. that it was on there. And it was a Chili's. Mm. So they run in a little business out of Chili's, mm. a side piece, side piece hustle. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? They should just tell you, these are this is Chili's and you're ordering wings from Chili's. Mm. Not try to make some other company and then have the kitchen workers back there <clears throat> working all their asses off. Yeah. And that's called the double up they're putting on you, Lance. Was his name Lance? Brandon. The thing they're putting on you is the double up. They telling you it's a Shake Shack, but it's a Sherman's shimp shrimp shuck. Okay? They telling you it's a Claire's Boutique, but it's a Clarence's Bagel Barn. Okay? They doubling up on you. You know, that's, uh, that's, that's secondary fooding also. That's secondary fooding where they tell you it's Albert's Ribs, but you roll up and it's a damn gas station. You know, it's Big Al's Petrol. And they got a couple bitches out there huffing Doral's. 
And that's the kind of shit you can't, you know. They tell you one thing, they sell a lemonade, and they, they you get over there and they got a wheelbarrow. Like, bitch, what? And you see somebody put a straw in a wheelbarrow, some guy who's high or something. Some guy who doesn't care about his family. And that's the kind of stuff that has to stop, man. And that's suddenly you're on DoorDash or you're on Postmates or something. You're on one of these apps and you see nine new restaurants in your town. But all of them working out of a damn Casey's General or Dollar General out the back. And you got a lady over there, Big Bridget or whatever, a Brigitte. You know, I knew a girl once she mispronounced her own damn name, said her name was Brigitte. Bitch, you're Bridget. Okay, you're Bridget. Okay, Bridget. She was like, "Oh, it's Bridget. That's her name, Bridget." Hi, I'm Bridget. You had to just have a jit person that rode around with her all the time. Just hit her with those jits. Hi, I'm Bridget. Hit her with one. Hi, my name is Bridget. Jitter, jitter, jitter. But what I'm telling you is this here, man. Um, yeah, you get a thing, you get a, you order something. Somebody's selling Doritos or some kind of shit. And it's a damn uh, uh, Sunoco. Or it's a damn Hobby Lobby. Bitch, Doritos ain't a hobby. So that's where I'm at, baby. Praise God, man. Um. What else, man? We got some good calls that came in. So I think just stay aware is what I'm telling you, Brendan. Stay aware, okay? And get your life together. It is together. Um, Here we got a call right here that came in. How can I help? Yo, Theo. Tyler from Texas here. Tyler from Texas. From Tyler, Texas, I'm guessing. That would be unique. I just had a quick question, man. Um, I know the last couple episodes you've been talking about your new house and me being someone who's wanting to buy one here pretty soon do you have any uh, tricks or tips or anything you think I should know before going through that process anyways love the show bro bring that special to Texas the Lone Star State baby we love you many stars in that state man you're one of them Tyler and thank you for the call Uh, yeah, you know I do have a suggestion when it comes to real estate you know, I find that some on some deals, the agents make too much money, I feel like. And if you're a real estate agent, you're not going to like hearing this. But, you know, if it only takes you a day to find the place and there may, you know, it's and it's 6%, three to each agent, if you're using an agent, then one suggestion if you think it's a hot market, you're not. It's going to be easy for you to find. You could offer to the agent, "Hey, I'm only willing to pay two percent." And some agents will say, "Okay, that's okay." And if they say, "No, I only work on three percent," then then you can decide and, and do three percent if you want. But if you only do two percent when you're buying, then that one percent can go back to your side of the balance sheet. So you could save a little bit of money right there. You know, that's a one way to do it. Um, and it's a more ethical way to do it because otherwise you have to say to the agent, hey, you know, can we do 3% but you kick me back 1% and that's illegal. 
That's illegality. So that's one thing I think if you're looking for a spot, that 2%. Offer the agent, hey, 2%, you know, because if you're going to buy a place that's 300 grand, you know, that's six, six, six. That's six, eighteen thousand dollars six, six, six. And they're going to split that each up nine and nine, the agents. So you get that cut. So you get in there and cop that. Then you'll get three back on your side because you're getting one percent back on your side. So that said, I would just like to pay a two percent agent fee instead of three percent. And I think sometimes if it's a you'll find an agent that was willing to do it, you know, um, and you can do it respectfully, too. It's just, hey, this is what I can afford right now. Uh, this is what I'm willing to do. And that's just my advice, suggestion. And it's only because you asked, man. And I could be wrong also. But thank you, Tyler, for sending that in. You know, we get a lot of suggestions on here for uh, for single moms that are submitted. And I want to thank you guys for submitting those. Um, if there's a woman you know in your world, uh, without telling her if you can, uh, who you think would be a good nomination, could just use a little bit of help in some small gesture uh, to do something fun with our kiddos, we would like to be a part of that. And on behalf of myself and our Patreon supporters, uh, that's what we, we try to do sometimes. And we got a submission that came in right here. Let's hit this. What's up, Theo? It's your boy Jason in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, we got Mother's Day coming up. I know you were raised by a single mom out there role-playing Santa. I was raised by a single mom. My mom was a bartender, and she's just the hardest working person I've ever met. Strongest, strongest man in my life. Amen, brother. Uh, so in honor of Mother's Day, I just want to nominate my friend Katie for the single moms. Uh, she's really great. She has two kids. Uh, Giuliani, I think, is seven or eight, and Colton just turned five yesterday. Oh, I got a little nephew named Colton, man. He's a good, he's a good kid. He's, he has glasses on, too. Onward. Uh, we work together in a restaurant. She does data entry for a lawn care service. And then she started her own business, uh, cleaning houses during these uh, COVID times. Amen. Um, so I thought this would put a big smile on her face and just really be great for Mother's Day. And uh, I thought it would honor my mom, too. I'm always trying to do whatever I can just to, to honor my mom, too. Amen, brother. And I feel you there, man. And that's sweet of you to say that. Uh yeah, it's funny, the things we do to honor, you know, the little things we do in other ways in our lives to honor past experiences that we've had. You know, that's really one of the beauties of human connection is I could have an experience that happened 10 years ago that was maybe that went well or didn't go well or whatever, but I can solve that energy from that experience or I can share that energy from that experience. The next time some similar environment shows up in my life, I can do it different. I can do it new. Um, or I can do it the same if it was great. Uh, so I, I appreciate that, man. I love your attitude here. Um, let's see if we can't give Katie a call, man. See what's going on with this beautiful broader here around Mother's Day. Hey, Katie. Hi. Hey, what's up? My name's Theo. How are you today? doing good how are you doing i'm doing all right i guess i could probably be doing better but that's just who i am okay you know how do you usually do you think on a one to ten um on average i'd probably say like a seven i guess oh dang okay yeah i do pretty good that's pretty decent i think you live in where where do you live at 
Uh, Glenn Burney. Oh, nice. Where is that? And who is that? Glenn Burney. It's in Maryland. So I don't even know you, but one of your friends, there's somebody named Jason that we do a thing on our podcast for single moms, and it's just like a fun thing. I was raised by a single mom, and so he thought that he would uh, he would recommend somebody that he admires who's a single mom, and so he recommended you. Oh, that was so sweet. Yeah, it is pretty nice of him. What's Jason like? And You can be honest. Uh, Jason's funny. I don't know if I can use... Uh bad words or not on here but i've used a couple you can use two i think that's fair i don't think this one i can use it's okay. kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like a um a joke just between me and him oh it is know, oh he's a c-u-n-t huh see you next tuesday yeah. they say it exactly okay yeah, i you know we get along we both have uh kind of dirty senses of humor i guess or just evil little but not really evil you yeah know yeah I mean? part-time evil i feel you yeah pte i feel you there um well yeah he just recommend he just like uh you know sometimes we do something fun like um so we just wanted to give you just a gift to do something fun with your kids we just wanted to send you 750 bucks to go do something fun with the kiddos and no way yeah and it's not much but we know it's something that you could go do something kind of nice oh what god that is so nice well you're really welcome what do your kids like to do? Uh, they like to ride their bikes, um, play, get into trouble. You know, typical, typical kids. Are they decent children? He said one of them is named Colton and one of them is named Juliana. Juliana. Juliana, Spanish, huh? Is she Spanish? No. <laughs> My mom's name is Julianne. Oh, that's cute. Are you guys Italian? Uh, yeah. We're Italian, German, Irish, just a little bit of everything. Oh, yeah. Somebody conceived on a boat right there. That's something really that was conceived on a <laughs> yeah. vessel, I think. Yeah. One of my great grandmom actually came over on a boat. So. Oh, there you go. That'll yeah. do it. Um, yeah, I just thought it was really sweet that he thought of you. You know, he must think pretty highly of you. That is awesome. That, I can't believe he did that. That's he messaged me and he's like, "You need to answer the phone." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "I don't know what's going on." Like, you never know what to expect with him. He's he's a great guy. Oh, uh, that's cool. Awesome. That's so amazing. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, that, that, I'm glad. Uh, so what um what do you usually like to do? What would be something fun to go do with the kids? You think like what's something fun with the summer coming up that kids like to do? I think in the summer. Um. Maybe like an amusement park would be fun, like King's Dominion or uh, Six Flags is kind of close. Ooh, Six Flags is fun. Yeah. So that would be cool. Or like a water park. Yeah, you know? water park's good too. But there's a lot of pink eye at the water park, I feel like. That's just me. <laughs> Yeah. You know, maybe I've been at some naughty water parks. You know what I'm saying? I might have been dirty water parks. I might have been at some seedy ones, bro. I might have been at some late night water parks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but that's really sweet. And so, do your kids go to school? Uh, yes. Right now, um, because of COVID, they can only go two days a week. So we do homeschooling three days. Um, I'm fortunate my mom helps me with their homeschooling while I work. Um, but oh, yeah, they're funny. in school. My son is in pre-K and my daughter's in second grade. Oh, that's cute. Mm -hmm. And what's something that you really like about each one of the kids, just so that if they ever watch this 30 years from now, that they'll have something nice to remember? 
Um, my son is hilarious. He's just goofy, funny, um, but he's also very sweet. Like he just wants to cuddle with me all the time and always tells me he loves me and I'm his best friend. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, he knows how to play me. Oh, so. okay. So he's a little bit of a ladies' man. He's starting with that main bird in the house, mom. <laughs> oh, and then um, my daughter is just, she's very smart and uh, helpful. Like, she helps me with Colton. You know, she'll pick out his clothes sometimes. She'll, you know, wake him up. And she's just, anything I ask her to do, she will do it no lip just she's like just a good kid oh that's very cool. good makes her makes her bed, makes her is, bed? yeah <laughs> oh she might be a jordan peterson fan you have to get her to read this jordan peterson when she can read better but um that's awesome man that's really cool it sounds like you got like a group that you can handle that's really cool yeah it's it's been a rough journey but i mean we're we're making it and i'm grateful every day that i have them yeah you know well, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, sometimes we all like a lot of our listeners. I do a podcast. That's why I'm sitting in this place. I'm not in like a ref, like a. This isn't like juvenile detention or whatever. But and this looks like a funeral parlor too, as well behind me. I do want to apologize about the curtainage. <laughs> but um, yeah. And so a lot of our listeners are raised by single moms, so it's just fun to like still stay a part of that universe. So, um, we just want to let you know that people are thinking of you and that uh that and that jason's thinking of you too so uh we hope you guys go do something fun and and uh that's it you can just go on about your day thank you you bet like that a lot well we love you and you know i just wish when i was young sometimes somebody would have helped my mom out even just something little you know because i know it's really it's not hard but it's just i don't know sometimes we all want people to just know that we all want to know we're cared about a little bit sometimes, you know. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Oh, you Sorry. <laughs> no, look, I'm crying too. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, and I'm a damn man. I'm supposed to be a damn adult. Um, but tell your mom we said thanks for uh, thanks for helping out with the studying. That's sweet of her. All right, I will. Thank, like, you know, thank you so much. That really, it means a lot to me. And I'm going to message Jason as soon as I get off the phone with you. Yeah, you make sure to call him that magic word you call him too, all right? Yeah, oh, I will. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and uh, whenever I come up and I'm close, you got to come out and see a show. We'll get you a sitter that night and give you a night off, and you got to come see a comedy show. Bring your mom out. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love to. Okay, deal. That's a deal. All right, well, have a nice day, Katie. We appreciate you. All right, thank you. I really appreciate you too. Okay, have fun. All right. You're doing bye. good. Bye-bye. Thanks. Man, that's sweet. You know, she's a sweet lady and uh, and sweet young lady. And I bet her kid. I just, I bet, man, that's just a fun world to imagine. You know, a mom just having fun with her children, and the little daughter helps out sometimes. And the little guy, he's trying his little best, but he's, you know, he's being funny and goofy, and you try to get mom to smile when you can and make her laugh and. You know, uh, all that stuff is just also valuable to the, the way that stuff resonates in a child as they get older, you know, um, it's cool. And thank you. Uh, anyway, uh, Jason for submitting her and, um, 
and that's fun that's fun man those are like that's just fun it's just fun to have a moment where it's like this is life you know this is life and that's beautiful and it makes me like it almost goes back to what we were just saying a few minutes ago about like we can take moments from in our lives and make them different now you know we can have another connect you know there's There's two ends to a trail, you know, and so you can have this one end, but you could, you can, you can kind of take the other end and attach it how you will and where you will and how it meets the world. And some of my trails, I'm just going to down, I'm cul-de-sacking, baby. I'm out here C-sacking daddy, you know, dizzy daddy out here on the C-sack tip. And... So those are some of the things I want to try to get help with in my life where I'm trying to, you know, try different ways to get help and just not giving up. It's the same reason why I go run and why I do yoga and why I do something. I don't want to do those things a lot of times, but I want, but part of me really does want to, you know, I want to get, I want to try and challenge myself with the things that are a little uncomfortable here and there. But thank you for everybody that participated. Thank you for the name suggestions. We'll have the montage at the end uh, of other ones that came in. I'm still thinking about it. I'll put up a post on IG um, for the tour dates that are coming. That will start in, I think, on the 3rd or 4th. They go on sale. Uh, And what else? I don't know a name for the tour, so it'll just be Theo Von Live. We'll just put that out there or something, some name. Some regular name, like you know, Alan or something, until we get it ready, until we get it uh, finessed, finessed. But um, thank you guys, thank you guys, and uh, you guys be good to yourselves. You know, you deserve it, man. We all do. You know. On the way out, let's hear a little bit of Matthew Coziol runs in the family. when they bury me.
$18 jacket. It's just a matter of time. Matthew Casio, baby. Wow, powerful man. Can't wash the sin from the hands that made me. Can't outrun what runs in the family. Hmm. We're all part of this long stream, aren't we? You know, I'm glad to be in this wet with you. Uh, Here's a montage of some extra suggestions that came in. Thank you guys for being a part of my life, gang. How about uh, the Core Pen 21 Tour or the Core Bond 21 Tour? Single Moms Tour. Why don't you call the tour Mall It Over? The uh, rat out of the cage tour. Despite all your rage, you'll be out of the cage, brother, if you're touring. You feel me? The Corvid comeback tour. Take it or leave it. The Tennessee tighten up tour. Like cloth that I'm cut from. I think let's be honest would be a great name. Why why say when the bullet hits the bone when it could be when the mullet hits the bone? Sure, whatever you come up, it'll be great. If you ever come out here to the Bay Area, Napa, California, I'll be front row at that show. Can't wait to see you. Wish you all the best. Love the show. Later.